Hi, welcome to the inaugural Thrive Podcast from Syngenta. I'm your host, Katie Lloyd. I grew up watching my grandparents on their small farm in Oregon, just tending cattle in their apple orchard and their gardens, and just fell in love with the beauty of agriculture, of farming in general, and the tenacity that growers have day in and day out. Welcome to the Thrive Podcast from Syngenta, where the latest news, farming tips, and innovations come together to inform and inspire. As we are all familiar, in-person events have been rare over the past year. Now they're beginning to transition from virtual events to in-person in some cases. We'll talk today about the values growers and retailers get from events and trade shows. We're joined by Jamie Locker, Midwest Agronomy Service Manager for Syngenta, who's here to discuss all things Grow More Experience. Jamie, tell me more about these Grow More Experience sites. What's their purpose? A Grow More Experience site is essentially a demonstration plot that's managed by our crop protection agronomists. And the the main point to these locations and these demonstration plots is to highlight the agronomics behind the solutions that we're selling. We want to make sure that growers and retailers fully understand the science behind the technology that makes things perform in the field the way that we need them to from a weed control perspective, from a disease control, you know, and even some of those, um, those insect pests that we deal with year in and year out. We use those locations to high, highlight the solutions that we want to implement in the field that we know will provide the uh, best agronomic return on a grower's investment. Awesome. So seeing that performance is great, but how do the growers and retailers visiting the plot know that it's the best performance available? So at the Grow More Experience sites, we have a wide variety of different solutions to look at. And of course, we have our own products in those plots, but we also make sure that we showcase some of the key competitors that we go up against. Um, and sometimes even some of the, the different products in the market that we implement into some of our solutions as well to fill some of the gaps that could potentially exist. Um, it, it varies quite a bit from one Grow More location to the other. Each agronomist can really tailor that Grow More based on the geographic need and uh, what the customers are desiring to see. As a Midwest Agronomy Service Manager, you cover Minnesota, part of North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Iowa, and part of Colorado. So with such large geography to cover, you're seeing a range of challenges addressed at these sites. Predominantly, um, weed control is a major issue, and oftentimes that's water hemp or palmer amaranth. And then some large seeded broad leaves like giant ragweed or morning glory um, will be integrated in some of those grow more demonstration plots as well. Um, we also make sure that we showcase how to manage specific um, corn leaf diseases. So, you know, we can look at controlling gray leaf spot, northern corn leaf blight, um, a tar spot has become kind of a new challenge in that Iowa, Minnesota area that we want to make sure that we manage for. So that would be on the corn side of, of the business from a disease control perspective. And on the soybean side, um, you know, we look at how we can manage for diseases like sudden death syndrome, um, which really infect that plant early in the season. And then you see the symptomology later. Additionally, frog eye leaf spot can be problematic. Sarcospora can be an issue. And we can show how we can provide solutions based on the right variety selection and then implementing a premium foliar fungicide that's going to have multiple effective um, sites of action for those key diseases. 
So clearly this isn't just a small field with some plant performance to check out. Um, these sites cover a vast range of issues growers and retailers might face throughout the season. Um, and this experience or grower experiences in general aren't just product focused. Oftentimes we'll have agronomic demonstrations around plant populations, seeding depth, um, adjuvants, nozzles, so that application technology comes into play as well. It's it's oftentimes a very well-rounded experience, um, providing a lot of agronomic benefit to those who attend. The Grimoire experience should be predominantly educational. Um, we want to make sure that folks do get the science behind the technology, whether that be that application technology, whether it be understanding herbicide sites of action, um, finding out how a fungal pathogen will, um, you know, replicate itself and understanding things like the latency period. So it's really focused at making sure that we understand the science behind um, those agronomic practices. So then what value does the Grower Experience site offer to growers specifically? And then kind of on the flip side, um, what value does it offer retailers specifically? The Grow More Experience site brings a tremendous amount of value to those who attend it. Um, if we think about better yield is a better deal, it's really the opportunity to help growers understand how they can improve their yields and in turn improve their productivity, their return on their investment. So we can take a problem or challenge in the field and bring it full circle to the solution and then also show how that impacts a grower's bottom line. When we think about the retailer's benefit or the value from a grow more experience, it's uh, a lot of it is really about training their their salespeople and helping them better understand the technology in the industry and how it gets implemented most effectively, and how can we take those best management practices and provide an experience for the grower that makes them want to continue to return to that retailer for business because they know that they're bringing them the best agronomic recommendations and also providing that return on their investment at the end of the season. Yeah, especially because at the end of the day, I think ultimately Syngenta's goal is to enhance that grower and retailer relationship more than anything. Absolutely. I mean, it's, um, wouldn't, when Syngenta thinks about uh, being a trusted advisor, we want to be trusted advisors and the retailer wants to be a trusted advisor. And in order to do that, you've got to gain the trust of the grower. And the best way to gain the trust of the grower is to provide them very solid agronomic recommendations that really allow them to manage their farms to the highest level. So we know what retailers and growers get out of the Growmore Experience sites, but let's talk about what Syngenta specifically gets out of them. At the Growmore Experience site, we want to learn multiple things from the trials, and it really is going to depend on the trial. But in general, I would say we want to learn, number one, how the different solutions um, work in the field. And you also want to learn uh, maybe why one thing performs well versus another thing, another solution not performing as well. And then additionally, I think it is important to make sure that we understand um, the sustainability aspect of that particular solution. You know, are we providing something that is a long-term benefit or is this a very short-term solution? And also, how does that affect the, the grower's bottom line or the retailer's bottom line from the economic side of the business? 
how does the Grow More Experience sites help us in Syngenta learn from past seasons and what are some of the insights that you've taken from the last season at the GME sites and then use them in this current season? Grow More Experience sites help provide a, a number of different insights and and from past seasons at those Grow More locations, um, we can implement things that we want to test or trial for the future in order to better um, evolve some of our recommendations or even things like um, what we call goof plots. We'll go in and do things improperly so that we can show growers and retailers what happens when some of those mistakes are made in the field so we can learn from it at the demonstration site rather than um, not knowing and maybe making some of those mistakes in the field on the broader level. Uh, A a great example might be you know, making sure that we have the right timing with some of our um, post applications and corn. And if you push some of those applications too late, based on the maturity of that corn, you can have an impact on yield, you can have an impact on root development, you can have an impact on, um, you know, the stock and its ability to withstand some of the heavy winds and storms that potentially could come through. So we can show that in the field at the grow more, rather than having someone experience it in experiencing it themselves. Yeah, I definitely see where that would bring a lot of value to growers who go and even retailers to see and realize what not to do when they go into their growers fields. Absolutely. Another good experience I can think of that we're, you know, just as an example, um, sometimes we get questions from growers or retailers around, you know, the label recommendations. And if it's a pre-emerged soybean herbicide and those beans are starting to crack, you know, just come through the surface, can they still make those applications? And so we can show what a pre-emerged herbicide that's not labeled for cracking beans looks like when you spray them on cracking beans and show them that, um, you know, that that then results into a replant situation, right? Because you're more than likely going to kill your stand and have to start over. So we can we can essentially test and verify that in a demo rather than uh, taking a chance with it in a field. Okay. So what we all want to know is what the future holds. And since you obviously can't tell us that as nobody can, um, let's go with the next best thing. What would you tell growers this season specifically as they plan ahead for the next couple of months based on what you're seeing at these GME sites? So based on what we're seeing this season um, and from our past experiences, when growers begin planning for Uh, the next season. It's really important for them to, number one, um, take what they can learn from the Grow More Experience sites and reevaluate maybe some of the the plans that they currently have on their own farm. Maybe they're doing it right and um, have had really great success this year and feel like their herbicide control was good and feel like their um, disease control was really good. Or maybe they're going out looking at some of their fields and thinking, um, gosh, I wish I could have gotten a little bit better pigweed control. And as they have the opportunity to have that grow more experience, they can look at some of those different solutions and evaluate what might work on their farm. Also, I think it's really important that they maintain a close relationship with whoever their trusted advisor is and make sure that they consult with them about the potential opportunities to make any shifts or adjustments in their program that might be necessary for a more successful following season. I think you're right. Like taking the emotion out of it and looking just at the facts, like here it is, this is what it is. You have to trust the process and being able to steward those growers well and that decision-making is a big part of this. 
You're exactly right. You do have to trust the process because, um, you know, if you put great qualified people around you and you're making well-informed um, choices and decisions, then you do just have to trust the process. And, and another thing too, is that, you know, sometimes we can make changes in season based on what we are experiencing. Part of it is also being agile enough to make the changes that are right for uh, your growing conditions on the fly that, um, that you can react to some of those things quick enough to make a difference. And that's where you have to trust that retailer or that trusted advisor or the agronomist to give you that sound advice and say, hey, we've got to move on this now if you want to yield. Exactly. Yep. Well, Jamie, thank you so much for the conversation. It's great to think about all the value that growers and retailers could get from this. Um, so what are some of the next steps that they can take if they're interested in Grow More Experience sites? That if they would reach out to their local Syngenta representative and ask how they could be involved in a Grow More Experience, we would love to have more people out there and show them some of the work that gets done. And it also gives us an opportunity to engage them on what some of their key challenges are in the season. And we make changes and modifications to those demonstration sites based on what people in the field are truly experiencing. So their input is critical in the development and making sure that we're showcasing the right things at those locations. Thank you so much for joining us, Jamie. We're here now with Ann Vale, the customer event and trade show lead at Syngenta. Ann works closely with the agronomy service managers on Grow More Experience sites, as well as helps direct some of our favorite events, trade shows. While different, trade shows and Grow More Experience sites are similar in providing the opportunity for customers to connect directly with Syngenta representatives, to ask questions, and get a close-up look at the innovative products and technologies Syngenta offers. Farm Progress Show just wrapped up, and we're heading into Husker Harvest Days. And in general, what is the value for visitors when they come to these trade shows? Probably one of the biggest reasons why people do go to the show is to learn something new. And we really do strive for that at, at our exhibit. So we really want to give growers, retailers, consultants that opportunity to learn something. Um, and with having the the product experts and agronomy team there, they really have that opportunity to talk no, you were just at Farm Progress Show. What was one big takeaway you had from being there? One of the main takeaways was just being on site in person again with our growers and retailers and having those in-person conversations. Yeah, being back in person for the first time in over a year. What do you feel like was the impact of that to be in person after so long? You know, it's just... It's, I really think it's around that relationship building piece of it where you, you can still connect virtually, but you just don't have that same kind of bond that you could get at having a, a conversation over a beer at Syngenta Square or just um, talking specifically about what's going on in your field with you know your local agronomist right there on site versus trying to track someone down on the phone. So I think it really just is around that personal connection. So what can growers and retailers expect to come and see and learn at the Husker Harvest Days, which is coming up right around the corner? Uh, for the show, um, similar to Farm Progress, we're going to have a augmented reality experience for growers and retailers to go through and learn more about our, our different products and, and what we have to offer. It gives growers an opportunity to have conversations with experts uh, ahead of the next season, making sure that they have a chance to start thinking through the, the necessary steps and, and plans that they need to make in preparation for finishing up harvest here and, um, you know, the next steps for preparing for 2022. 
And thank you so much for chatting with us today. If you're attending Husker Harvest Days, be sure to check out the Syngenta booth at booth 1106. We look forward to seeing you out there or in the field at some of our Grow More Experience sites. And we're back. Now I'd like to welcome my co-host Adam Baxt, joining us from Thrive TV, your trusted source of news and information from Syngenta that tells the story of the people, partnerships, and innovations of agriculture. So I hear there's some really big things happening with Thrive Magazine this month. Can you talk to me a little bit about some of the bigger stories that we have happening? Oh, yeah. Well, we have uh, a really great story coming out showcasing six young agronomic scholars who are getting a scholarship from Syngenta with the help of FFA. Tell me a little bit about the scholarship. What kind of scholarship is it? Well, it's a scholarship that helps students who are either going into college or have already started their college career, and they're majoring in crop sciences, agronomy, something to do with agriculture. So the scholarship is really cool because we're actually giving six students $2,500 each, plus a donation to a charity of their choice. Wow, that's a lot. That goes a long way in college because I remember being in college and just realizing how expensive it is. That's all I got to say. So any help goes a very long way. So they designated a donation to the charity of their choice. What were some of the charities that were chosen? Yeah, we have a lot of cool ones. Um, So a lot of them decided to give back to FFA, which the scholarship is also partnered with. Um, So they are actually able to give to their local FFA organizations. Um, We have one that is giving to a community garden, another one for the 4-H club, but just really unique ones I saw. And I think one of the cooler ones I saw was actually the Alabama Cattlemen's Association, which I just thought was really interesting. Yeah. Tell me about where the recipients are from. Oh, they're from all over the country. We have one in Texas, Indiana, Kansas, Delaware, Washington State, just really all over. Nice. So our listeners can go over to the Thrive website to take a look at all those scholarship winners, read their stories and see where they're going for college. Yeah. And I, and I really advise that they do that because some of them, they're just, the stories are so heartwarming. I love hearing stories about the next generation in ag. Yeah. And if this is any indication, we really have some great, great rising stars. Kind of along, you know, the same lines. I know that we have some interesting entries into the Rooted in Ag contest. Tell me a little bit about the Rooted in Ag contest that's going live right now. So the Rooted in Ag contest is another really cool thing that Syngenta is offering. We got a lot of responses about people who were in the agricultural field, basically just sharing what their mentors meant to them and what they've learned from them. And it could be someone in their family or just someone who helped them along their way in their agricultural path. And, you know, what they use their advice for. So we have three really great finalists, and they're all from different fields of agriculture. We have Craig Converse. He's in South Dakota, and he's a soybean farmer. Then we have Natalie Dolman, who's a sophomore at Purdue University, and she's studying to become a dairy farmer. And then we have Austin Walter, who's a cattle producer in Grand Ridge, Illinois. I know that Rooted in Ag is one of the more prominent Thrive programs every year, and we always get a ton of votes. We always get a ton of applicants. So tell me a little bit about some of their stories and their background. Yeah, what's really cool is that Craig is a third-generation farmer. And not only that, but he's raising a fourth generation of farmers. So he's actually passing down some of the family lessons that's just been in the Converse family for decades. And that's kind of the same thing with Austin Walcher, who's another third-generation farmer. 
Um, and he actually got to work alongside his father and grandfather. And it's really cool because he came right back to the farm after he graduated college. And he knew he wanted to work alongside those two family members of his. But then, of course, we have Natalie Dolman, and she's really awesome. I talked to her recently. She's a sophomore, and her mom and her father have been in the dairy farming industry for years. And she remembers being a little kid, just watching them work all day and knowing that's, you know, that's what she wanted to do. I love hearing about different stories of people that are just passing down the love for ag and their farms, just generation after generation. Um, That's neat that all three of them exemplify that aspect of farming. Um, So as rooted in ag finalists, what did they have to do to get to this place? What do they have to do to become a finalist? So they basically had to submit an essay just explaining all about themselves. And now that they've actually been selected, people have to go out and vote for them. They have to get people to read their story and see what makes them the best contender and the person who's most rooted in ag. Nice. And don't they win prizes for even being a finalist? Tell me a little bit about that and then tell me what that winner gets. Yeah, each of them get a really cool, almost like a digital pack. They get a mini touch screen uh, tablet and earphones, and then they'll be featured in Thrive. Um, and then once the grand prize winner is announced, they also receive an additional $500 and get to choose a charity for Syngenta to donate $1,000 to. So that's always really cool. I love when we're able to open the opportunity for people to donate to a cause that they really feel is worthy. Yeah, especially because part of Rooted in Ag, I know, is showcasing those mentors, showcasing how they became who they became and that journey from start to finish and just who led them along that way. And so it's cool to see them or to learn about those programs that they feel closely tied to and that they want to pour back into themselves. And I know some of them are programs that they have been you know, raised in, and some of them are ones that are just really close to their heart. So it's always fun to see who they chose um, to get that donation to. Yeah, absolutely. To vote for these finalists and read their stories, go to the Thrive website and head to the Rooted in Ag contest page. You'll be able to read their full stories and get a sense of who they are and what they stand for. Voting is open from now until September 24th. So go vote for your favorite Rooted and Ag contestant, and we'll check back in after the contest with the winner. Thank you for listening to the Thrive Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to receive the latest updates in your favorite podcast listening platform. FFA is a registered trademark of the National FFA Organization and used with permission. Use of the FFA name does not represent an endorsement by FFA of this product or service or an endorsement by FFA of the manufacturer or provider of this product or service. Copyright 2021 Syngenta. Always read and follow label instructions. Some products may not be registered for sale or use in all states or counties. Please check with your local extension service to ensure registration status. The trademarks or service marks displayed or otherwise used herein are the property of a Syngenta Group company. All other trademarks are the property of their respective owners.